Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Thinking Christian Podcast. I am your host, Dane Kramer, and I think this is episode number 12, so we're moving right along. Thanks for joining me again for an episode. Uh, if you'd like to know more about the Thinking Christian Podcast, just go to thethinkingchristian.us. That's one word, thethinkingchristian.us. Uh, and there you'll find a list of uh, previously um, released podcasts. Uh, you'll find my website. Information about me is available there. Uh, some other resources that uh, you can help yourself to. So uh, that's if you care to find out more about uh, what, what this show is and what I am about, just go to thethinkingchristian.us. You know, I have no real aspirations uh, for this this uh, podcast, this this show. Uh, just kind of, it's just really about some things that are on my mind, some things that I want to share, and uh, I hope that some of you find it interesting. And uh, looking at the downloads, it looks like there's somebody out there finding it interesting. Uh, I've seen some people are downloading the uh, the different podcasts, and so that's an encouragement to me. So. Uh, nothing really in mind, you know, just kind of uh, no, no direction with this show. Just It's just really about talking about things that make you think, you know. And I think that a Christian uh, should be a thinking person, you know, able to walk through the various things that are going around him uh, or her and uh, be able to process them logically and reasonably. And that's really all that I'm interested in doing, just kind of processing this stuff from a reasonable reasonable standpoint. And that's what uh, the Thinking Christian Podcast is about. Okay, well, let's get started with uh, today's episode. Does same-sex marriage prove that God exists? (laughs) All right. Okay, now is that a weird title or what, huh? Uh, I think it is. And you're probably, you know, no, not you, but there's probably some people tuning in thinking, all right, here we go. Another Christian just kind of going, getting on his high horse and talking about same-sex marriage and giving us his opinion and so on and so forth and blah, blah, blah. No, you know what? That That is so not me. That's not what I'm interested in doing. Uh, that's not what uh, I'm about. Um, you know, and, and whatever my opinion is on something, at the end of the day, it's just my opinion. And, you know, my opinion isn't worth that. That much. Uh, so why get on? Why get on the internet space and just you know sh- shout out my opinion? What you know? What I want to do is just pick some topics that make us think. And and you know this is kind of a this is kind of a topic that has to do with what's going on around us today. And and I, you know I want I want you to I want you to think with it. Okay, um, that's all I'm encouraging you to do is, is think with me. I'm not actually going to give my opinion on same-sex marriage at all today. That's not not even that's not even close to where I'm going. Um, what I want to do is use it as an example to talk about the existence of God. All right. Now, so so hopefully. Uh, I've piqued your interest a little bit, and uh, you you know you haven't tuned me out, and you'll you'll be willing to listen to some thoughts, and then after I think after I, I say them, after I share them with you, feel free to disregard them. Feel free to disregard me. I mean you know, but at least at least hear me out, okay? All right. Now in the not too distant past, a lot of states here in the United States have. Um, allowed same-sex marriages to occur. I don't believe all of them have, but I've kind of lost track of that. I don't really follow it too closely. I live here in Pennsylvania, and in Pennsylvania, uh, it is a state where uh, 
same-sex marriages can be licensed by the state. Uh, it didn't used to be that way. It didn't use that to be that way in any state of the United States, but um, it is now uh, changing. And um, so I just kind of want to use that as a, a way to talk about the existence of God, okay? And if you don't know where I'm going to go with it, well, just sit tight. I think you'll figure it out sooner or later. Now, to kind of help with this illustration, if you have a piece of paper in front of you, that would be really helpful, a tablet or something like that. And if you do, and if you don't, just imagine this, but if you do have one, just draw a straight line down the center of the piece of paper, right? Just from the top to the bottom, okay? And so you've divided your paper now in half, a left side and a right side, okay? You with me so far? It's not really hard. Now, on the left side, let's say I, I want you to list every type of marriage that you think is acceptable, that, that you think is good, okay? For example, uh, a man and a woman, you know, opposite sex marriage. If you think that should be acceptable, you would put that on the left side. Uh, same sex marriage. Uh, if you think that's acceptable, you put that on the left side of the line. If you think that's unacceptable, not good, you put it on the right side of the line, okay? So your thumbs up on the left, thumbs down on the right. The yeas are on the left, the nays are on the right. And what we'll do is we'll list your opinion. See, this is not even about my opinion. This is about your opinion. I want you to list down on the left side, or if you're imagining this, if you're driving down the road, you know, just kind of imagine this. On the left side of this piece of paper, you're listing the marriages you think are okay, the, the marriages that are good, all right? Um, so between a man and a woman, like for example, you put that on the left side. A same-sex marriage, if you think that's good, you put that on the left side. Now, But there are lots more combinations that we have to really talk about. You know, they're, they're not the only ones out there. For example, uh, polygamy. Do you think that should uh, be licensed? Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? You know, can a man have several wives? If you say Thumbs up, yes, you put that on the left. If you say, nah, that's not a good idea, that's wrong, we don't do that, we put that on the right, okay? A woman, for example, having several husbands, is this something that's good? Is this a thumbs up thing? That goes on the left. If it's a thumbs down for you, it goes on the right, all right? Um, what about marriage between um, uh, relatives? Um, a man marries his cousin or uh, a sister marries her brother. If you say that's good, you put that on the left side. If you say, no, that's not good, it goes on the right side, right? So you're just listing the different combinations that you think, you know, and, and where they should fall. All right, now let's say uh, marriage between an adult and a child. If you say that's good, you put that on the left side. If you say that's not good or that's bad, it goes on the right side. You know, an adult male wants to marry a small child or a child of uh, underage, we might say, you know, is that good? It's on the left side. If it, this is your opinion, if it's not good, it goes on the right side of your piece of paper. All right, now, how about forced marriages where uh, one party doesn't consent to the marriage. One party doesn't want to be married. Uh, one party does, the other party doesn't. Does this go on the left side or the right side? Your opinion, okay? If you think, yeah, this is a good thing, we should, you know, if someone comes in, wants to marry someone who doesn't want to marry them, they should be allowed to marry. It goes on the left side. If not, it goes on the right side. 
All right. Now, how about uh, a person wants to marry um, a non-resident of the country? Okay, wants to marry a non-resident, so that resident has some sort of legal status. So the marriage is for the purpose of making them legal. Is this a, a good? Is this a thumbs up marriage? Do we put that on the left side, or do you put that on your right side, thumbs down? All right. Um, how about um, a person and an animal? Is this a thumbs up or a thumbs down? You know, where does this go? On the left side of your paper or the right side of your paper? All right. Um, these are the, just the various combinations, and there may be more combinations that I'm not thinking of right now. Any kind of combination. If you think of one, you must determine whether it goes on the left side of your paper or the right side of your paper. Now, when you're done, you look at your list, you have a list on the left, you have a list on the right, and let's say you're at work listening to this podcast and you're doing it and your coworker is working in the, in the in the cubicle beside you, he happens to be listening to this podcast. I doubt that there are two people in the same workforce who are listening to this podcast. Okay, but it could happen. Let's say your co-worker is beside you and your co-worker is making their own list. The chances are your list doesn't match their list. Maybe you have a few on the left that they have on the right. Maybe they have some on the right that you have on the left and so on and so forth. But you would see that they're different, okay? You're saying these on the left are good, these on the right that are bad. Um, and and he has a different list okay now here's where we have to do a little bit of thinking which list yours or your co-workers is the correct list which one of those two lists represents the marriages that are good and the marriages that are bad well, you should be quick to respond. You know what? Neither of them. They're just our opinion. They're just the way we feel about it. And, and, and I would agree. That is the case. But I think we need to be, dig a little bit deeper than that. If we're going to talk about what marriages to license, what marriage to recognize, and what marriages not to recognize or not to license, we kind of have to have a sense of which one of these are right and which one of these are wrong. Now, you may look at your list and say, you know what, everything on my left, I feel very, very strongly about. I feel very, very strongly about these marriages. They are good. And I feel very strongly about the ones on my right. They are, they're not ones that we should recognize. Okay, I get that. But the problem is all you're doing is appealing to the way you feel. And if someone else has a list and they're looking at theirs, they could actually equal your argument and say, yeah, but I feel just as strongly about my list as you do about your list. It's, it's the way I feel. And so their argument is as equally strong as your argument. I, I get that you feel strongly about it, but you have to understand that others feel strongly about it too. So we really can't decide which are good or which are bad based on how we feel, you know, because... That's very, very subjective, and someone else could have a feeling the other way. So, so what do we look at? How do, how do we determine which list is the good list? Well, um, someone might say, you know what, I, I think my list represents what most people are thinking. I think my list really reflects what the majority uh, would, would look at and say, yeah, this is a thumbs up list right here, and I think we should go with it because it, it reflects the majority. Well, the, the problem with that is that sometimes majority thinking isn't always right. 
For example, there was a time in which there there were um, pockets of majority people thinking that slavery in the United States was a good thing. All right. Um, now we look back at that and we say, no, that wasn't a good thing. It wasn't a good thing no matter how many thought that. Um, and therefore, we can't decide whether something is good or bad based on the majority because history has shown us time and again where the majority have thought something and later was determined that that, you know, from an, from an objective standpoint, it wasn't right. So we can't decide on whether something is good or bad based on what the majority thinks of the time. And again, that could change from time to time. And if it's changing, then it's not objectively good or bad. Well, someone might say, okay, but my, my left side of my list, you know, all I did was I just listed consenting adults. If, if you have two consenting adults who want to get married, that's a good thing. Anything else, anything outside of that is wrong. Um, and, and if they're not adults and they're not consenting, that, that's a bad list. But if they're consenting and they're adults, they should go on the left side. Well, the question I would have to ask is why? Why do they have to be consenting? And why do they have to be adults? Uh, what about those things make those objectively right or objectively wrong? What about a consenting child? Why is that wrong? Why is that not acceptable? And what if the number's not two? I mean, what? where do we get two consenting adults from? What do you appeal to to say that that is what's right? All right, now, someone's going to say, okay, you know what, if they love each other, let's let love be the deciding factor. And who doesn't like love, right? Okay. Well, you know what, if you limit it to those who love, you know, you're, you're going to eliminate a lot of marriages that occur uh, in other parts of the world, or marriages that are arranged. And oftentimes, love is not part of the equation. So if you say that that's wrong, you've actually outlawed marriages that a lot of communities, that a lot of societies see as the backbone of their societies. So, so what makes love the deciding factor? Besides... Uh, a child could say, I love this adult. Um, and and you could have three women saying, I love this man. So love alone can't be the deciding factor on what we, what we choose to be wrong or right. Someone else is probably going to object and say, you know, if, if these people are, are contributors to society, if, if they are law-abiding citizens, if they contribute to society, then we need to give them the benefits of society, and therefore uh, those who do uh, should be allowed to marry. Well, the obvious problem becomes then, who decides who is contributing to society and what contributing to society even means? I mean, that's pretty vague, if you ask me. And it's kind of hard to determine from that. And, and then again, I would have to ask the same question. What makes that right? Why is that? Or how can that be our gauge to determine which of these marriages falls on the right line and which fall on the left line? You see, where I'm getting at with all of that is to point out what I think should start becoming obvious to a lot of people as they're listening to this, as they're thinking through that, and that is that deciding what's wrong and what's right can't be something that we 
choose by majority, can't be something we vote on, can't be something that we decide based on some sort of uh, subjective data. Because if any of those um, factors that I just described is what contributes to making something right or wrong, then it's not objectively right or wrong. And that's where I'm getting to. The question is, how can we decide what is objectively wrong or right? When the idea of same-sex marriage, you know, kind of hit us uh, in the past number of years, us being the, the community, the, the, the society that we live in, I think a lot of us were forced to think, well, what is right? And what is wrong? And why do we call something right? And why do we call something wrong? And that, my friend, is a really really good and interesting question. Imagine, now I have a piece of paper, and I draw a line down the center of a piece of paper. Okay, and let's say that my line looks like a bow. You know, like a a bow and arrow bow, you know, it's kind of an arch look. Okay, I draw like an arch on a piece of paper, vertically. And I ask you, is this line straight? Well, you would probably say, absolutely not. It's not straight. And then I would respond, but wait a second. I didn't draw a straight line for you. I, I, I didn't. There's nothing straight. I didn't draw a straight line for you to compare it to. How do you know what straight is? I haven't given you straight. And you would probably respond is, I don't need to see straight. I know what straight is. I know what a straight line is. Likewise, I believe that you and me, I believe our entire society, our entire world of people, we understand what right and wrong really are. We know that there is an objective wrong out there, and we know that there's an objective right. But my question is, where did that come from? It cannot come from within us because that's subjective. And we wouldn't recognize it if it comes from someone else. Rather, it comes from outside of us. That there's an objective wrong or right out there. When we see a curved line, a bow, we know it's not straight. And when we see something wrong, we know that it's not right. And that's because right exists in reality. There is a right and there is a wrong. The only way for there to be a right or wrong objectively is for there to be a God. There has to be a thinking force, a mind out in the universe somewhere that is the standard of what is right and therefore we know what is wrong. You see, I got through this whole talk dealing with same-sex marriage and never gave you my opinion and never talked about whether it is wrong or right. I just wanted to illustrate to you that the issue itself should suggest to us that there is a wrong, there is a right in our universe, and that can only come from God. I want to thank you for joining me again today on the Thinking Christian Podcast. Look forward to any kind of response. Feel free to make them. Feel free to uh, go to my website, thethinkingchristian.us. There you can log on. There you can just leave a comment if you'd like. 
And uh, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes or Google Play or just wherever. And hope to see you next time on the Thinking Christian Podcast. This is Dane Kramer signing out.